welcome to Connectivity 213. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined by Zach Miller. Do 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 do. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Justin Baruby. What's up, everybody? I don't have a jingle for you, but. <laughs> oh, oh, we can't all be we can't all be musically talented as Zach. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, today we're going to have a little chat about uh, the NES because the NES Classic Edition has just been released and, uh, well, it was released and now it's sort of unreleased because no one can buy it. So it's <laughs> it been released, released and now again it's not around anymore. <laughs> Probably early December you can uh, get the second launch uh, stock, I guess. But um, So anyway, before we jump into the, the, the mini... I thought we could just, you know, go through a sort of generalized chat about the NES, sort of our experiences, some of our favorite games that aren't, you know, necessarily included on the mini. Um, So, yeah, uh, Justin, do you want to kick things off? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you want me to start with my NES experience. Yeah, uh... just take us back to where you sort of got into (laughs) Uh, it and that stuff. Yeah, the NES uh, is one of my first video game experiences, Uh, even though when I was Younger, I did have a computer with games. I mean, I was probably one of the few people back in the 80s with a computer just because of what my dad did. So I, I remember we had like a dual monitor set up probably in like 88. And like one of the monitors was just yellow and the black and black. And the other one was uh, 16 colors. It was like one of the first color monitors you could bring home. Mm. And we also had a giant printer too. I mean, this thing was a beast. But anyway, uh, I think the first... Did you I'm have sure Labyrinth? If- Labyrinth was so great. No, I'm not. I had a castle something or on the PC and uh, paratroopers. I don't know if you nice. remember that game. Do you remember that game? It's, I don't remember that game, but I remember the first game you said. Yeah, it was, I think it was called Castle Quest or something. But like it was like half text based, half uh, yeah, like moving around with like all sorts of like symbols and whatnot. But anyway, right. uh, the first Nintendo. I, I, those games like really didn't do much for me, but I've and I played some arcade games. I may have played Donkey Kong before, like I uh, actually played an NES. But I remember uh, I was over at a friend's house and I just saw this like box under the TV, and I was just like, "What is that?" And his mother was just like, "Oh, show him." And here I am today, because it's <laughs> <laughs> so, like she looked over yeah, and we, said, "Show him." Yeah, I know. I remember it. She's like, <laughs> "Show him." Impressed. And uh, yep. yeah, I played uh, Super Mario Brothers, and I think I knew. Super Mario Brothers from the TV show, actually the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So I didn't realize it was a video game. And uh, oh, that's also... too funny. <laughs> and then uh, it was also Duck Hunt, so that was cool. And then like I really wanted an NES, and like I kept begging my parents to get me one, and they were like, "No, no." And then uh, I, I guess I was doing like summer swimming lessons or something, and just hated it, and I had to do like some like crazy swim across the pool, like at the end of it all. Like, I was just, like, refusing to do it. My dad was just like, well, if you do it, I'll buy you a Nintendo. And, uh, <laughs> I guess that gave me the courage enough to go ahead and do it. And then he was just like, I, I guess later on I heard, like, my parents were like, damn, I guess we have to get it for him now. And <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got my We NES didn't think he was going to do it. <laughs> I know, exactly. So, yeah, that's how the NES started with me and how I got into it and actually got one in my home. Yeah, that was probably like the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, 
So when you did get your NES, what um, games did you get with it then? Uh, I just got Mario, Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt yep. to start. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other early games I got were uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Which is, Hell yeah. Which is re- not the second one, not the arcade game, the original one, which is just a very cruel game. It's so cruel. Yeah, I mean, I've never beaten it, but my sister, like, I guess had so much frustration with it a few years ago. She, like, sat down and mastered the game and was able to beat it and even made it through the oh, game shit. using one turtle. Whoa. So, wow. <laughs> I know, it's impressive. But uh, that game is just a mess. Uh, other games, I guess I had early on, I'm trying to remember. I think I got Little Nemo, the Dream Master, which I really enjoyed. Oh, dude, that game that? rocks. Yeah, no. I mean, I that's oh my game. gosh. Yeah, that's a game I really wish could be re-released today, but like the licensing probably holds it back. But it is, it's one of those like NES games. Not many people remember. Uh, and another game that, another game that I had that a lot of people rip on, but it's really not that bad of a game is Mick Kids. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've played I... that. I mean, it's, it's really kind of... a bell. It's, it's the like McDonald's the McDonald's game. The McDonald's game. Yeah, like yeah, platformer. yeah. But like it does some things that like 3D platformers started to do and even 2D platformers you had to go and like collect things in a level to actually advance the game. So like you could play it just like a regular game but then you'd like hit a roadblock like not being able to finish the world. You had to go back and replay the levels looking for uh I think hmm. it was like the hidden golden arches like cards or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that bad a game. So that was fun. Uh and I, I rented, like I rented game, a lot of games I, back then from Blockbuster. I feel like so. that Mick Kids games, like, during the early 2000s and late 90s, it was sort of laughed at, but, like, over the more recent years, it sort of gained that, like, reputation of being actually, it's actually not that bad, it's pretty good. It's the sneak yeah. king of the NES. Yeah, the uh, reason I actually got that game is because I got a Happy Meal, and in that Happy Meal was a coupon for money off the game. I guess that convinced my parents to Oh, that's interesting. And I I remember looking into it years later, and I found some website for the developers of that game, and, like, there was supposed to be, like, a whole, uh, like, Happy Meal tie-in with the characters and everything else, like, that to really promote the game, but then McDonald's backed out of it and just ended up cheaping out by throwing that coupon in and saying they met their obligation. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, that's some, like, weird history with that game. I'm pretty sure that's the full story on that. But, uh, yeah, other games I had, Yo Noid, uh, and then, like, I got games from my cousin, like, Ninja Gaiden, and maybe Ninja Gaiden 2. I really love the Mega Man games. I had those. Like, I really love the six Mega Man games on NES. Dude, Yo Noid is, um, underappreciated. It's a good game. It's alright. You could do way worse on NES. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Air Fortress, made by HAL Labs. I don't know if you guys hmm. are familiar with that game. Never heard of that. Yeah, actually, uh, I looked into it a few weeks ago, and Awada is actually in the credits, so he actually worked on that game. Hmm. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, I played so many NES games over the years. I mean, I was renting it, and you may think I got into the NES late in the late 80s, but the thing a lot of people overlook, I think, is even though Super Nintendo came out here in 91, is that Nintendo was still promoting and selling and releasing NES games throughout almost the entirety of the Super Nintendo's life cycle. So it was like these two systems were in tandem. It wasn't like the NES was just abandoned as soon as the Super Nintendo came out, which you see with a lot of Nintendo consoles these days. 
Well, yeah, I so, remember that Mega Man 6 came out around the same time as, was it X or 7? Yeah, I think it was around X. It was, yeah, that's crazy to I think, think it was, about. Yeah, Mega Man 6, I think, was uh, sold alongside as the NES 2 or the top loader NES. Mm-hmm. Yes, was, like, I've always wanted it. a top loader. Actually, a few years ago, we stopped at a yard sale around my girlfriend's house, and I'm like, eh, there's not going to be anything here. And we're with her friend, too. And her friend's like, oh, look, there's a top loader here. And I'm like, no way. And like I was just, like, freaking out. And this little girl was on, like, the doorstep or whatever. And I'm like, so how much is this? And then she goes, um, a dollar? Oh, like, my God. <laughs> and I go, okay. And give her the dollar. And I got the top loader NES. No dog bone controllers, unfortunately. I don't have any of those. But, oh. man, that's stuff. And there is a slight crack in the top. But, man, for a dollar, you can't go wrong. No. Man. You should but, have at least given her, like, five bucks. I mean, I bought some other stuff, too, so... <laughs> and I paid a little more, I think, but... Yeah. But, uh... But d- does it work? Yeah, it works. But nice. the thing about the thing about the top loader is... And uh, you... This makes me not prefer it to the regular NES, is, at least in North America, uh, you can't plug it in with the normal jacks that you'd want to for TVs, like the composite cables. Oh, you have to weird. use the, uh, like, the screw-in RCA... Oh, that sucks. Yep. So it's really in like one it's like one step in the right direction and another step in the wrong direction. It's kinda like how when they took the uh, component cable out of the back of the GameCube. Only mm. much worse. Oh. Yeah. I always thought the the top loader looks a little ugly though. Like it's kind of a weird design. Really? I've I've always felt like the, the North American NES looks kind of hideous. Mm, I mean, I the, know, full, I, I the full size the, unit? Ay, ay, yeah. ay. I know it's cool that the top loader, you know, you put the cartridges in the top and it's smaller and stuff, but I don't know. The design just seems a little off to me. Uh, I feel like they made... Because the top loader came out around the same time as the Super Nintendo, didn't it? Uh, I think like a year or two later. Mm. Yeah, later. So I feel like they were trying to capitalize on the Super Nintendo, like saying to people, well, if you have a bunch of NES games... You can get something that looks like a Super Nintendo, but it plays NES games. I don't know. Mm. I, I always felt like they were kind of duplicating the uh, design. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the dogwood controller either. I haven't used one in a long time. But the way the A and the B buttons are that uh, diagonal yeah. going down, like the Super Nintendo, right. it's just uncomfortable because you have to like the, hold your thumb in a weird way to like have it resting over top of each button. And I just prefer the uh, original NES controller over that because of mm. that. So, Zach, what about you? Um, I got my NES... uh, Well, I I first played an NES at my my friend's houses in the 80s. Uh, I think they got one pretty early, so we were playing Tetris and Super Mario Brothers and uh, Donkey Kong. I think they had Wrecking um, Crew... uh, so I liked it then. Um, I knew I wanted one, but I I had to save my own money to get it. So I was doing chores in the house. I was doing chores for other people. I don't even know how old I was. I'd gotten a Game Boy already that, for my birthday a couple years before. Uh, but I, I finally saved up enough money to get the... It, it was the, the, the pack that came with the... Uh, the gun, the light gun, and also the trackpad. Oh, yeah, 
And then on one cartridge, there was Duck Hunt, Super Mario, and uh, whatever that racing game was. That Olympic game. Track and field, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I played the heck out of track and field. Oh my gosh, I think I broke the mat. It might be a world-class track meet. Is that yeah, that could be it, yeah. And, and I could beat everyone except the last guy named Cheetah. Uh, and that always bothered me. Uh, but yeah, I played the heck out of that. Um, Did you just I smack really the power it, pad but, with your hands? Oh yeah, I tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, I did not uh, keep, I mean, I kept those games, obviously, but, but they all have uh, kind of a shelf life. But uh, like Justin, I rented games all the time from Blockbuster, and, and I had relatives uh, buying me games for birthdays and Christmas uh, mm-hmm. on a fairly regular basis. So I had things like the the original Batman, which is not a great game. Um, maybe it's better today, but back then I remember thinking it was kind of crappy. Uh, but the sequel, uh, Return of the Joker, is phenomenal. It's not much of a Batman game, but it's really, really good. Uh, of course, I had Ninja Turtles 1. Um, I I could never beat it, but I could get to the Technodrome and yeah. get pretty far through <laughs> it. Um, but it's almost uh, just one level after that. <laughs> is there a level after the friggin' Technodrome? Yeah. No, when you're in the Technodrome, I mean. I could get into the Technodrome. There's a level where you. That might be the last level then, because I know I've I've beaten the Technodrome, and I think there's like one more level after you jump inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's when and you're in the Technodrome. That's where I could yeah. get. Yeah. Um, but the rock monsters in there always killed me. Uh, and then um, Ninja Turtles Two was was kind of my revelatory game. That was me and my brother played that to death. It was so good, and then. The, the next game, Turtle, uh, the Manhattan Project, was even better. And we played Everybody that forgets about death. that one, too. But that's a good that's, game. That's a great game. Um, so many played, people, you know, when I bring that up, they're like, there's a third one? Oh, baby. I think that I think Manhattan Project, just between me and you two, I think Manhattan Project's better than Turtles in Time. Because um, there's more, you know, more... Uh, uh, characters from the animated show. It's a longer game than Turtles in Time. Um, but I had Kirby's Adventure, you know, I had Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters for the NES, which is not as bad as you might think. It's not great, but it's not. If you want a Ninja Turtle Tournament one. Fighter game. Huh? You still have that one? Because that's a pretty rare game. I don't still have that, no. Uh, we, you, what happened, you know, it's a sad thing, what happened to my NES, it just stopped playing games. Uh, you'd, you'd, any game you put in there, it would just, I remember very clearly, the screen would come up pink. Yeah, you probably need to replace the connector. I'm sure that's true, but I didn't know that back then. <laughs> uh, so we tossed it and sold the games. <laughs> um, no. I know, I know. But uh, I actually still have a few of the, a few games I found in my parents' basement, uh, A few years back, one of them was Super Mario 3, um, and there was another one. I don't remember what it was, uh, but, you know, I, I keep those around for posterity. Oh, Ninja Turtles, the original Ninja Turtles. I keep that in, in and I have the box for that. Hmm. Yeah, I have uh, all the boxes for my games. I never, even when I was a kid, I, like, refused to throw the boxes out. I know, I should have done that, too. <laughs> but I was like, who, can, who needs the box? I've got the little slip cover. 
but yeah, I, I love my NES, and and I've uh, it's I was sad to see it go, but I'm happy that games are kind of being preserved through Virtual Console um, and this little NES Mini. So I love my NES, or loved. It's dead no, now, I, but I I still have my original NES. I've repaired it a few times. Nice. Well, something I do want to bring up before I forget is yeah. one of the other games I had when I was, I mean I had Mario Three, obviously that's a huge one. But I also got Metroid, and I used to hate that game so much. It was such a confusing game as a little kid playing through that. Oh, I still yeah. think it's pretty confusing. Yeah, like, right? it is. I, I've never played anything like that. Like, most of the games I played, it's like, just go to the right, and you'll win. Yeah. Like, make it <laughs> over there. And then, like, in Metroid, it's like, what the hell is happening? Like, this is a maze, and there's things trying to kill me from every direction, and enemies tracking me, and... If without really someone explaining to you what that game is, like it's very difficult and confusing, especially oh, coming yeah. from any of the other Nintendo games, really at the time. And I don't think it got a lot of coverage in Nintendo Power. Yeah, I didn't have Nintendo Power till around the Super Nintendo era, like maybe right before. Oh, okay. So I was you know, still and blind, and just it was mostly like some kids at school to have Nintendo Power, and then. I'd, a lot of it was word of mouth was huge back then for like the secrets yep. and the cheat codes. Like people would be sharing cheat codes at school, and like I'd go to friends' houses, they'd be like, "Oh, did you know this code for this game?" And like you write that down or call pull them out up the later. old Nintendo powers. Oh, look what came yeah. in the mail today. Uh, one uh, thing I I did forget about that I want to bring up. Do you, either of you guys remember the uh, unlicensed cartridges? That, yes. Uh, I forget which developer did that. Um, the ten, but there's they, a few different ones. But yeah. yeah, but they look completely different. I mean, they look like more like a Are Genesis you the, game. You talking about the black ones? Yeah, I think that was they ten look, gen. Oh uh, yeah, I think it was ten gen. Well, I I got just you know you go to Blockbuster and they just have the the box of the game on the shelf and you look at it and you're like oh this looks good and you uh, take it up to the front and they give you the the game in a Blockbuster box. Well, I don't remember what this game was but it was a side-scrolling shooter and when we got it home i opened up the blockbuster case and i was like what is this (laughs) this is clearly not an nes game and we actually before i put the thing in the system we actually took it back to blockbuster and i said i think this is for genesis or something and the guy was like no no it's an nes game it's just made by a different manufacturer I was like, well, that's weird. So I took it home, and hey, it worked, and it was a good game, but I, I wish I remember what it was. But I'll always remember that that cartridge throwing me off when I was, like, <laughs> 9 or 10. Like, what is this? Yeah, there's also uh, Wisdom Tree. had some unlicensed games. Oh, I mean, I have... that's right, with their Bible games. Yeah, there's those. And I think there's another one. I think, I forget what company made this. Maybe, maybe it was one of them, but... Uh... Quattro Adventure and all these Quattro games, which had uh. this weird gold cartridge. And uh, actually, on those, part of the board is exposed, kind of in like that area where you pull the game out. Really? So if you ha- if you had the lockout chip, you can like flip the switch, and it would like try to break it in a different <laughs> way. Oh, that's funny. Huh. Well, what about you, Nick? So yeah, I didn't have an NES growing up. We had a Sega Mega Drive um, pretty much. Sega until I got an N64 in like 99. Um, Wow. I didn't even see an NES 
like I didn't know anyone that had an NES growing up, so I never really was like saw one. It wasn't until I had a friend in like 2000 that like had an old one, and I was like, oh, let's set this up and check it out because I hadn't really seen how sort of played games and stuff at the time. Um, so yeah, we used to play his sometimes, like Snake Rattle and Roll, and um, we used to, I used to watch him play like Mario Three and stuff because he was like a lot better at it than me, but. Um, I eventually did buy an NES. I think it was like uh, 2004, 2005 or so. Um, I bought like a, a a thing off eBay with like a bunch of games and stuff. Uh, which, nice. You know, it's a PAL a PAL system. So, which is okay back was which was all right back then. But um, I actually sold it earlier this year because I was like, ah, I'm never going to set up and play the PAL system anymore so yeah, doesn't it run at a slower rate or something yeah pal games run slower and um you know other weird things like that so I, I sold off a bunch of the cartridges and the system itself um i kept zelda 1 and zelda 2 because i've had them complete in box so i was like ah, i'll keep nice. them because i'm not going to be able to, i'm not going to buy try and buy like a um complete in box ntsc copy of either of those games so <laughs> um going to be pretty expensive yeah yeah um other than that as listeners will know i bought one of those retro usb avs systems a few months ago a couple months ago which is like a you know a new nes that outputs in hd and has a famicom slot and Mm -hmm. it's basically what sort of people want the nes mini to be Uh, at least some people do they want oh no i don't want to put new more you don't games need anymore. You don't need any more people collecting this stuff. Believe me. <laughs> but you know what I mean, because people saying like uh, some people saying with the mini that like, um, oh, you can't put more games on it. But I guess this is sort of like the alternative to that if you mm. really wanted to go mm-hmm. down that way. But uh, so yeah, um, that system is pretty good. I, I've been enjoying it. I've been rebuying games. So I've been getting a few Famicom games. I've got um, my one. Kirby's Adventure and um, the Hello Kitty World on Famicom, <laughs> which is uh, we picked that up in Japan at uh, one of the retro game stores. There, Hello Kitty World's pretty good. It's um, Balloon. It's basically Balloon Kid, a reskin of Balloon Kid from the Game Boy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and um, what other one? And I recently got the Little Mermaid and Ice Hockey on the NES, like NES copies. Little Mermaid is a great game. All those Capcom games are great. Little Mermaid was actually... such a disappointment for me because I don't. Maybe I talked to you guys on Twitter about this the other day, but I rented Little Mermaid as a kid, and I beat that game in probably oh, like you can two, beat it two in hours. hours. And I yeah. was like in tears. I was stuck with this game for the weekend, so we brought it back, <laughs> and the guy was just like, "Yeah, I just I knew we'd be beat it in like ten minutes. So like, pick any other game out. I don't care." Yeah. No, it's short, but uh, like the mechanics are rock solid. I haven't actually put it into play besides some testing it yet, but um, you know, I'm going to get around to it eventually. Um, but yeah, uh, the other one, ice hockey. Um, my friends and I really got into that on the Wii Virtual Console because I just, I think I bought it just on a whim. I was like, oh, I'll buy this because I was just buying like heaps of uh, Virtual Console games back when the Wii was sort of new. Back when and, they um, were back when they were releasing games for the virtual console. Yeah. And I was oh, I'll check this out. And uh in multiplayer that game is like so really, really fun. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable how 
fun that little game is. <laughs> I've always been more of a Blades of Steel guy, to be honest. Mm. I, d- I also bought that on the Virtual Console on the Wii as well. Back I mean, just those right, they're both fights. on there, aren't they? Those hockey Sorry? fights. So much mm. fun. It's like, it's what a good sports game, well, to me, should be like. I really l- would like them to go back to releasing sports games with like really simple controls. And it's like just like a sort of slightly dubbed down version of the sport, but it's fun. Um, I very, can't really. Very I tried. I tried I playing like Pro Evolution Soccer on the PS4. Like I don't know. I've downloaded the demo a few months, a couple of months ago, and I was just like, oh, I can't be bothered learning this. There's too much stuff going on. There's too many yeah. button commands. I mean, I know how to play soccer, but uh, yeah. Yeah, getting I can't getting... play modern sports games. I'm right there with you. Mm. I've never been a big sports gamer, but I I definitely played more of them when it was a lot simpler in like the NES and SNES days. Yeah, Mario, um, the GameCube Mario Strikers as well was uh, a surprising hit in multiplayer as well on the GameCube. For oh me. yeah, um, that's sort of the level that I prefer, I guess, but. Anyway, back to uh, NES games. What else do I enjoy playing on the NES? Um, Darkwing Duck. Have you played Darkwing Duck? It's I've not the secret, played that one. dude. It's the secret best Capcom NES game. Capcom Even more than game. Mega Man. It's basically a Mega Man game. I mean, the, no joke. It is a Mega Man game mm. with Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I I um played the like, a ROM of it ages ago. And it seemed pretty fun. I mean, I, I should probably give that another look at some point. Um, graphically, it was pretty impressive as well. Oh, yeah. I remember. The animation and stuff was really good. Uh, and, of course, um, uh, Rescue Rangers is good. Uh, I know they made a sequel, but it was at the very end of the life span of the system. I never got to play it. Same with yeah, DuckTales 2. Mm-hmm. I would love it if WayForward made, like, DuckTales Remastered 2. Um uh, DuckTales, I actually played that at PAX East, not last year, but the year before. Uh, not as good as you remember. Uh, I was never... Lots, I, I lots never of understood enemies the in asshole places. I mean, it was an alright game, but I never thought it had such a following until a few years ago when people seemed to flip out over the, the remake. Yeah, the remake is... Uh, it's, it's obviously a better game, but... I think it's a better game because uh, they they put bad guys in not terrible places. Well, mm. a lot of NES games put bad guys in terrible places. In a church, yeah. I mean, any any t- any time where you're that. trying to jump over a pit and an enemy like flies by you, like Medusa heads in California or California, <laughs> Castlevania. Yeah, don't go to California. The, <laughs> the worst. Uh, trope in NES games. Actually, in uh, Castlevania, there's a trick, I think, on the second level where you can, like, use it. If you jump up and let the head hit you, you can, like, skip a huge chunk of the level. Oh, really? It'll, like, knock you I'll up. I'll have to, like, to look step. into that. I, I mean, I can do it pretty easily if I were able to show you where it is, but yeah, it's I always do it, and then you, like, skip, like, this hard portion of the second level. I'll have to it's do great. that. <laughs> yeah, and that's a glitch I think I found. But man, I played so many NES games. I remember 
one Christmas, one of my good friends at the time, he, I guess his parents like raided Funko Land or something, and he just got like so many NES games, California games. Uh, oh, California games, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Man, we play California games. It's it's a stupid game, but we played that. Uh, some Mega, I think he had like Mega Man Six at the time, which I didn't have back then, but I have that now. Uh, man, we had so many games to like just blast through, and we spent like hours playing those things. I think he had the uh, Double Dragon Two. Nice. I remember. Yeah. I remember a, a friend of mine, um, Andrew. I'd go over to his house for sleepovers once in a while, and one day we rented. I want to say it was like Double Dragon and Battletoads. Um, and we stayed up probably all night trying to beat that in one sitting. And we did. And then we slept all day. <laughs> and that's not a very good game. Uh, I've never played it. But, I think that's also one of the later releases. Yeah, I think it is. Battletoads is great for a couple no, of levels. No, it's not. Right. <laughs> it's, that game is very unforgiving in the limited oh, continues. Oh, yeah. It's... Which reminds me, I was playing through uh, Ghosts and Goblins on the the Famicom Mini, which is F what that I have game right so now. hard. I've beaten that game on NES, but uh, wow! On the Famicom, there doesn't seem to be any continues like on the NES one. But I looked into it, and apparently there's a cheat code to get continues. So wow! I'm just thinking, how brutal must that that game must have been for Japanese kids back then, like? Probably didn't see past the second level, unless you knew that. Must got to be a quarter muncher, right? Must must have been an arcade game. Yeah, I believe it was, but I don't think the arcade game was as brutal hmm. as the NES. Yeah, hmm. I never used to finish many games as a kid. Like I would just put in a game every now and then and play it until sort of I was sick of playing it, like, and then just put it away. Like I would yeah. usually die, sort of. Some at some point, and then I'll just be. Oh, I've had enough for today. I guess like back then, I didn't really have the expectation that I should finish games as much. I, I mean, still don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I but, like it's did it's then, more man. it's more like these days. It's more um, you're more expected, I think, to finish a game, see it through to the end, like mm-hmm. because they're not as much. They're not like sort of not time as brutally difficult as much now. They're trying to be sort of. You know, like I missed the difficulty. Driven. I mean, I think back then, and one of the things that got me to really love games is beating a game was like a trophy, and you yeah, go into like good. school or whatever, and you'd be like, "I, I freaking beat that game. I can like tell you all about it, what to do, like some tips. Like it was a trophy." And now games are really made to be beaten, at least most yeah. of them. So, it, I really enjoy the challenge in a lot of game with games, which. It's probably why I'm one of the few people on the site that loved 1001 Spikes on Wii U. <laughs> oh, I never played that. Yeah, I don't think it works anymore, but... Oh, that's right, sure. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. There might be a workaround. I don't know. I'm afraid to boot that game up ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Break great. your system. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Have you guys ever played Abadox? Never heard of it. Uh, is I seem to remember seeing a lot of ads in comic books for that. Yep, yep. It's a ridiculous like shoot 'em up game. Is that the go... one where you're like inside an organism? Yeah, you're like in space, and then you go inside this like organism that's like floating through space, and like yes, 
<laughs> I mean, that seems like one of those NES games that I think is ridiculous and amazing, and nobody talks about that. In fact, a friend of oh, mine what? has an Ab- Abadox tattoo. <laughs> oh my god. You know, one of the games, I mean, when we talk about the uh, the NES Mini, we'll bring it up, but um, I gotta say, one of the best multiplayer games on that system is Bubble Bobble. So fun. I've never played it two-player, so... It's, it's alright, but I think it, whenever I play that game, it just kind of gets old after a while. Hmm. Uh, I, but I, every stage has a different layout and different bad guys and different air currents. I've never played the sequel, which is kind of rare. Uh, Rainbow Islands or Bubble Bobble 2? Bubble, bubble Bobble. Bubble 2. Okay. I haven't played that either, but, but Rainbow Islands was really fun. That I've never played. It's kind of the same kind of game, but uh, a different mechanic. And I, I should say I had a lot of these, like, you remember there was there was a time back then where if there was an NES version and also a Game Boy version. Yeah. And the Game Boy version often didn't differ that heavily from the NES version. Uh, so there were a lot of instances where I didn't have it on the NES, but I had it on Game Boy. Like I had the Game Boy version of DuckTales, but not the mm-hmm. NES version, or the Game Boy version of... Uh, uh, Bubble Bobble, but not the NES version for a while. Um, and and that was... I kind of liked how they did that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of games were like that, but I think it was also like a... Oh, so you want you like this game, now you can take it on the go, and it was always like a yeah. watered-down version of the console game. A lot of Game Boy games are like that. Very, I feel like a lot... Very few games back then for Game Boy were unique Oh, absolutely unique true. To Game Boy and the games that were unique actually, I think, held up better than most of the ones that became like watered down versions of NES games, where they really sure. tried to stick to the NES design and uh, just miniaturize it. I will say that the Game Boy version of Ninja Turtles is better than the NES version of Ninja Turtles. I've never played the Game Boy version. Oh, Fall of the Foot Clan, man, it's so good. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it was harder to play Game Boy games because you couldn't really rent them. So it was. Yeah, that's if true too. If you, if you got a Game Boy game, it was like you're in for Game Boy, or you're not going to try <laughs> it. So it was like a lot yeah. harder to try those games back then. I, I seem to recall Game Boy games being significantly cheaper. Um, I think I had a lot more Game Boy games than NES games growing up. I honestly am not sure. It'd be pretty close, I think, for me. Hmm. I, I don't know. I probably yeah. did have more Game Boy for a while. And that's probably also because the Game Boy lasted longer. Yes, that's also true. Alright, well, maybe we'll move on to the NES Classic Edition uh, then, in fully, I guess. True. <laughs> so, yeah, I got mine yesterday and have messed around with it a little bit. Um... I know I like the package. I mean, the the build quality on the little box is really nice. It looks, oh, it looks exactly like an NES, just shrunken down. Um, the emulation seems, you know, probably the best it's been on a Nintendo like, yeah. device. Like, really, the only thing I did notice because I've been playing on the AVS, like recently, I've been playing Super Mario Brothers again. Uh, I did notice a very slight audio delay. On the sound on the games, like I, if you, yeah, I thought I noticed that as well, but I wasn't sure if it was me or, or not. 
Yeah, it's, it's definitely there because yeah, I, I went back and forth that. and I was like watching the sound effects and listening for the sound effects and stuff on the AVS and then switching back to the mini and there was a definite like I don't know a couple of frames or less like a frame or less with like audio lag or whatever. Um, it's definitely noticeable, but I guess if you hadn't if you haven't been playing, you know, if you've got nothing to compare it to and you haven't been playing the games on like an original hardware or something recently, you're probably not going to notice a great deal. Um, problems with that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of unfortunate that there's a, a slight blemish on the emulation, but overall it's very good. Does that um, affect, does that seem to affect every game in the collection or, or just certain I think, games? I think it'll be across the board. Yeah, it would make mm. sense to me that The it game be... that made me really think it was doing that was uh, Mega Man 2. This is on the Famicom version, by the way. So yeah, yeah, I've, I've uh, read... Another someone else was saying on a forum that they noticed it on Mega Man Two, but I I tested huh. on Super Mario Brothers and it was a definite um, there was something definitely lagging there. Yeah, it, it just seemed like when you'd hit to like select your level to like the different bosses, like it would light up like a millisecond before the sound effect. And yeah, yeah. That, I noticed it the most in like Mario. Scratch my I noticed head. the most. Sorry, <laughs> I noticed it the most in Mario when I jumped on a Goomba's head because um. You could tell that it was something off because usually the sound effects like instantaneous. Mm-hmm. I'll have yeah. to check that out. I, I haven't really uh, been paying attention to the the sound. I mean, which it's is pretty, weird. It's fairly nitpicky, but uh, is this something that I, I guess we should mention? You can never be nitpicky enough, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, you know, I guess like if it's sixty bucks for thirty games in America, so. I mean, it's pretty good value for money, no matter, like, even if there's a, a couple of blemishes yeah. here and there. But. No, I'm really glad things like this do exist, because the price on getting these things uh, normally, yes, yeah. yeah. it keeps going up to ridiculous levels for reasons I don't understand. I think too many people have probably gotten into this hobby that probably aren't as interested in it as mm. they perceive they are. I bet, like, a lot of people just have it lying around and don't really plan on using it. They just like having it, which... Yeah. It's yeah. all fine and well, but like I feel like there's a lot of history here that is being locked up in people's houses because of that. It's like when private collectors buy dinosaur bones for their living room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. I'm sure. Uh, Justin, how did you get your system? I told you, like, the whole... Uh... <laughs> I know, but you didn't tell me on the show. I thought I described it earlier. No, your NES Mini. Oh, the NES, I think I meant the original NES, sorry. No, no. Uh, my mistake. The uh, I uh, stayed up late last Thursday, which was the day before the NES, classic NES edition came out, and I was refreshing like every website that I knew would be selling it, and uh, Best Buy finally got them up and I was able to order one. Oh, nice. I haven't, I haven't received it yet. I got the controllers in the mail, but... Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's the control- interesting. The controllers are really really nice, though. Um, I've been using, like, a third-party reproduction controller on my AVS, and holding, like, a, a nice new proper NES controller is really good. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I feel like I did the try buttons are a little squishier. Than yeah, the, now I, than yeah, the I did try it a month ago at a Nintendo event in New York. I went with uh, Neil and Jared. We checked it out, and... My takeaway was the D-pad was a lot softer. 
Yeah, mm. definitely the D-pad for sure. And I, I was playing um, Super Mario Brothers 2 on it this morning, and um, when I was trying to climb the vines, I would. It was really hard because I was I was like slightly, like I guess I would slightly move my thumb to the left or right when I was pushing up, and it activated the left and right direction. Um, I'm not sure if it would if it was sort of like that on a real NES controller, or if there's a bit more, not as much like um, division uh, uh, between the inputs on the mini controller. Um, I'm gonna guess that's it. Yeah, because I've had that I've had yeah. that problem on uh the Wii U Pro Controller once in a while. Mm, mm. Yeah, I have too, honestly. It's like easy to, yeah, to accidentally move to the left and right and stuff when you're pushing out. But I, I just think it's easy to like rock in the other position slightly. And it yeah, yeah, it that's yeah. what I'm getting at, yeah. But um, I did... Uh, I have like found out that you um, can replace the board in the new controller with an original NES board, so you can use it as a real NES controller, <laughs> which That's I'm going good. to buy extras and do that uh, eventually, because then I'll have some nice controllers. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, the internals are pretty much exactly the same as a, a real NES controller, and the um, the board fits perfectly, so... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, they went all out on this. <clears throat> uh, I, I was not able to get an extra controller. Um, I, I woke up at 6 in the morning um, on... What was it? Friday? Friday, yeah. And I went to uh, uh, about five minutes away to Fred Meyer and just sat in the parking lot until a woman went up to the door at about 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I went and stood behind her because I figured, as I said to her, are you in line for the NS Mini? She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm an employee. And I said, oh, do you know how many they're getting? And she said, eight. Uh, and they had ordered 16, but Nintendo mm. only gave them eight. And they didn't give them any controllers. So, um, pretty quickly after I got in line, uh, six more people got in line, and then more people. Mm. But uh, as soon as she said, oh, they only have eight, those people were like, eh, and they went home. At least there was a line. I would hate to be like, just, quick, you got to run in and try and get it. Yeah, I, right. that's true. And and uh, and the, it was so funny, because the guy uh, uh, at the electronics department came over to the door to look at how many people were there. And then he went back, and he, you could see him stacking them up behind the counter. <laughs> and he literally just handed them to us when we gave him a credit card. Yeah. But uh, and then I came home and went to sleep. I mean, yeah. some of the scalping stories are pretty crazy. I mean, oh the yeah, day, on the Craigslist I saw one for three hundred dollars. Yeah, the date yeah. released here in Australia. Some someone posted a thing on Facebook. It was like some secondhand store. They must have just tried, like, bought a whole bunch of them and they were reselling them for, like, 400 Australian dollars or something. Oh, God. Honestly, insane. I'm considering selling mine when I get it because it's not like I can't play NES games right now. But. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I'm kind of considering... I was kind of considering selling my one as well because I, I kind of I like it and stuff, but it it might just end up being a paperweight because I'm going to play the games on my ABS, so... Um, mm. But you know, I kind of do like it because it's got uh, it's got thirty games on there, and I don't have those games. So <laughs> yeah, a, I don't have I don't have a lot of these games. Um, yeah. There's a few I don't have. There's uh, um, the only other pricing story I'll say is like I, I woke up, I had that day off. Um, it was Veterans Day, and I woke up at like 
you know, 11 o'clock, and I had a text from a friend, and she had said, if you need an NES Mini, uh, the only place to go is eBay. And I said, <laughs> oh, girl, no. Yeah. No. I got one already. I got up at 6 in the morning. She's like, oh, shit. Well, I bought one on eBay. And I said, please don't tell me what you paid for that. Mm. And she said, I paid $260 oh, bef- before shipping Ouch. Uh, to Alaska. To, and people uh, are saying the 200, 300 bucks is too much for the Switch. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but uh, I said to her, dude, why didn't you just get up at 6 in the morning and go to a store? And she's like, I didn't want to go to that bloodbath. I oh, said to her... Oh, oh, oh wait uh, three weeks and there'll be wait, plenty yeah, more Yeah, wait three weeks. Yeah, yeah she's, she, she said I didn't want to... I f- thought it would be a bloodbath in lines. I was like, seriously... There were eight people in line. We were all very nice, and I don't know. She's she thinks it's worth it though because she didn't have to get up early. She didn't have to wait in line. I'm mm. like, good for you, but I don't know. Uh, she, she's justifying it that way to herself, but in the back of her mind, she, you know, it's, it's eating really at her. It's not. Yeah. It's not a limited edition thing, right? Mm. They're making more. If Nintendo, it's going to be like Amiibo, or like for a few months, it probably will be like hard to get, and then. There's yeah. going to be so many in the stores that stores will probably I do think I do think it's stupid that like the one thing Nintendo had Nintendo of America has really pimped since the announcement is the also the one thing that they really did not stock well. Mm. They and and I you know they probably did it out of to create a f- sense of false demand. I don't know. I don't think they do that on purpose. I think no? they just completely under under it. Here's there's two things that could have happened here. One, they underestimated it. Another another thing I'm more wondering about is how many of these store like the retail stores have them but aren't selling them because they want to keep them for Black Friday. Yeah. Oh. Or Nintendo could be holding the second shipment back for Black Friday or whatever. That's an like, interesting idea. Because like, more it, sense. It, yeah stores advertise that somehow for Black Friday. Yeah. It could really drive people into their stores for other things. Hmm. I, I'm not sure what's going on with that, but that's just one theory I, ha- theory I have. So, and then, well, no, None of the Black Friday uh, sales ads that we've been seeing out of Wario 64 have included the no. uh, NES Mini. Hmm. Not that I've seen. So that makes me wonder, maybe not, but and again, who knows? Maybe like the websites will say something like, "Oh, we got." Oh more yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. It could also come down to them have, like trying to service all, like all the major markets basically at once as well. Um, you know, sure. they've got to send stock to the US. They've got to send a bunch of stock to Europe and the UK and Australia and stuff. I mean, they're all the same stock basically. So. Yeah. But I what's guess. that going to mean for the switch? Well, I'm. I don't know. They they probably didn't make as many of these as they like. Well, that's true. Major home yeah. console as well. That's so. true. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I'm I just glad I got mine. I don't want to think about sleeping to, uh, out for 20 hours to get my Wii and do that again for Switch. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm just gonna pre-order yeah, I'm come January. <laughs> if you can, yeah. you couldn't. Apparently, you couldn't pre-order the NES right? edition. But I could pre-order mm. the Famicom I could one, and that's I, why. I, I got it 
Yeah, you couldn't here in North America. No yeah. place had it for... I think maybe the day it was announced, a few stores had it for, like, maybe an hour before taking it down. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, couldn't do anything. But I was able to pre-order yeah, the Famicom. Toys R Us had it very briefly. Yeah. But See, was I wasn't like going... really I, was, I wasn't even going to get one until, like... I ordered... I pre-ordered one in October, and it was just because some tiny little online store in Adelaide posted uh, like an ad to a Facebook group I'm on and then I was like oh you know they're sold out everywhere uh, and then I, I gave the link to a couple of friends and then later that night I said oh, screw it I'm just going to buy it <laughs> <laughs> I can get rid of it later if I if I don't want it or something but, um, I've been there uh, but yeah that was sort of just by random luck because they apparently took them a while this store took it took them a while to get their allocation they got 20 units and 20 controllers i think oh okay they sold them all online but um that ad got pulled from the facebook group like a couple of minutes after it went up so the um not many people saw it and then it was reposted later that night because they had to you know confirm it was legit on the facebook page so that's funny but yeah well, I like it, and, um, you know, of, of all the games on here, I've played the majority of them before, but um, one game I never played was Star Tropics, and that's a weird-ass little game. Mm-hmm. Neil it's, was saying on Nintendo News Report um, that it's, like, basically like Zelda. Um, when I started it, it seemed like it was more like an RPG, though. It's kind of weird. Right, yeah. It it's a bit definitely... more linear from what I remember, but it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, yeah, a little Zelda-y, and it's it's weird that you're kind of jumping from block to block and attacking enemies with a yo-yo, and <laughs> it's it's a weird game, but I like it. It's it's a fun game, and Tecmo Bowl's not as good as I remember. I tried that. Least, I didn't really understand most of it. I'm going to have to look up how to play it. So. Maybe, maybe what I should say is it moves so quickly that I don't know what's happening on screen. Hmm. And Green Bay is not an option, so, you know. I wish they'd thrown um, Super Dodgeball on here, too. The oh, Japanese yeah. version has, uh, I, I believe the Famicom version Ransom. has yeah, River City Ransom. But yeah. Like I'm gonna play yeah, why didn't Japanese. we get River City Ransom? That's I better nev- than... I never played much of that game, I'll be honest, but I've always hmm. wanted to dive into that more. Yeah, I guess uh, th- there are not too many duds. I would say that Galaga and Pac-Man are good for five minutes apiece. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I've the game never selection, liked. I've the game never liked thought, Donkey Kong Junior. It's okay. Yeah, the game selection overall, I thought is um is pretty good. Um, yeah, like, I, I think it's good, and it also leaves room for a NES classic NES classic too. To be, yeah, the yes. top loader to be released with thirty more. Games. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna do a second NES one though. I think they could. They um, easily I, they I, have their. I would just go into that well if I were them. I mean, who cares? Yeah. I mean, there's still some great games to come out. It could still come out for this thing. I mean, I've never played the third Castlevania. I'd love to see that. That's a good uh, game. Hard yeah, as hell, ve- but good. I'm very. Oh, that's a dud. Castlevania Two sucks. Yeah, I, I'm not touching that game. It's horrible. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sad there aren't more Mega Man's on there. Yeah. So you can yeah. actually you can make five of the games on the second one, Mega Man, and I wouldn't care. I'd be happy. <laughs> um, you know, um, it's interesting. I, I've been 
thinking this theory for a while. You guys have both probably heard it, but if this NES Classic is successful and they make it a line, uh, you know, NES Classic 2, Super Nintendo Classic, etc., etc., they it may give them an opportunity to offload Virtual Console into its being its own thing. Do you mean like they wouldn't do it on the Switch? Exactly. I, I, I think they're still going to do it on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, but, I think they'll still do it on the, but, like, their main console, but I think but this hopefully, line... Hopefully, if you line, register your card that comes with it or whatever, which mm-hmm. I don't recommend doing until there's better rewards on... Yeah, that, I'm, I'm saving uh, it up. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you do that, you'll get a discount on each of these games since they can tell you've already bought them. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. It would be nice. And <laughs> honestly, on Switch... I'd be more compelled to buy virtual console games because I'd be able to play them on my TV or take them with me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing for me. The law of portability trumps everything else. But I think this line of like, if they if they, could, if they make like more of these mini consoles, you know, I still think it's these aren't really for people like us. Like, it's not for the people that buy the home console. It's for the people that haven't really thought about the NES or Super Nintendo in 20 years um, that want to sure use their true, childhood yeah. cheaply. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're kind of in separate markets and it's also a good way for them to, you know, yeah, repackage these games in another new way. Make, make <laughs> people I mean, pay for them yet again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play it again for the 30th time. Yeah. I found it well, funny. It's, it, um, it's good. The emulation's so good. I don't mind paying again. Hmm. Do you know the um, those really bad Sega Mega Drive at games ones, like the plug and play that's been out for a few years? Oh yeah. Yeah, because they they launched like an, an another version of it um, the same day as the NES Mini, I think. And huh. uh, there was even scalpers trying to scalp that as well. Like I saw one huh. on like um, some site. It's like two hundred fifty dollars for this Sega Mega Drive thing. Oh my god! It's like, yeah, that one's not selling out. <laughs> no, I I wouldn't pay two hundred and fifty dollars for a new in box Mega Drive. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't I didn't see that at the store. At least nobody was excited about it. No, I think people remember the Nintendo stuff more fondly than the Sega stuff because mm. one, they've been around, and two. And I'm biased, but I think it's better. <laughs> oh sure. Like I really. Although you know, I, I'm 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 not going to say I wouldn't object to like a Sega Genesis classic. That I think would... I think it'd be cool if Sega took like you know the license away from these at games or whatever and just you know done it properly themselves. Yeah. Now that they've seen the NES one, it's, it's probably a possibility they're at least thinking about it. Yeah, and there's enough good... I mean, the 3D classics have proven that there are enough good Genesis games that you could pretty easily make a, a Genesis classic. But that, but that classics cartridge is pretty cheap as is, so they'd be competing with that. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to wonder, like, uh, would the average consumer know or care about the difference? Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. to consider, but I think that if if I were marketing that, I'd consider that like, hey, uh, this collection has been selling for like twenty bucks for many months. So 
had we priced this thing. Right. I mean, with the virtual console stuff, Nintendo's been overcharging for so much of it for so long that this appears to be a value when you do the math. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're right. This is how much NES games should cost anyway on virtual console. I think it should range, but most of them... Like, I shouldn't be paying $5 for NES soccer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> those sort of... Yeah, Nintendo should at least consider making those games like soccer and baseball and tennis like 2 bucks on virtual console or something. Like. Yeah. And they'd probably get a lot more people buying it if it were two bucks. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but for I don't know what they're thinking, but I I'm guessing it's we can't like undervalue these games. Like everything needs to be the same price. We put the same value on it, but they really need to sit down and be like, no, no sane person is going to pay five dollars for NES soccer. It doesn't make sense. It's a terrible game. If anybody pays five dollars for this game. They're not going to want to buy any more virtual console games. Oh, dude, you know what game is not good? I'm sorry, but Ice Climbers is not a good game. No, I don't think it's a great game. I just think they're great Smash Brothers characters. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't no. mind. I played Ice Climber it's... back in the day, like on an emulator and stuff. And you know, I didn't mind mind playing it sometimes. I mean, it's not great. The jumping mechanics are, take some getting used to. Awful. Okay. Um, you can yeah. get used to them. There's some tricks, but yeah. yeah I, I, you know, it's not that bad a game. Like, no, I, there's a, some cool things a, about it. But a much better snow-themed game is Snow Bros. Mm. Good luck finding that. Which was that. also on NES. Huh? That's a rare game. Is it a rare game? Yes. Oh, okay. It's so, super good. It's so basically it, Bubble Bobble. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I, I remember a friend of mine rented it back in the day and we played it and had it's it, we had fun with it for a while i mean it's decent i'd like to play it again it'd be fun but i feel like that is that a tengen game i i don't think it was but i'm okay. not 100 percent sure okay because i haven't seen a cartridge in probably 20 years 30, not 30 yeah years. yeah me neither a very long time it, no yeah it looks like it was tengen Nice! I got something right. My brain's not broken. I also picked up the uh, Planet of regular cartridge, so I guess book as well. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, how is that book? Yeah, I like it. It's like a... I got the hardcover one that comes in, like, the slipcase and everything. The um, cover of the book itself is, like, just a grey colour with a, um, like... Uh, it's hard to explain, but sort of like a foil... Um, NES controller logo across the front, but it's like one half of the controller is on the front of the book and one half of the controller is on the back of the book, and it's sort of all shiny and stuff. Yeah. Um, it looks really cool. The contents of the book, um, I think a lot of it's like repurposed like Nintendo Power articles from what I heard, um, but... Like all like information that came from Nintendo Power because they've got like all the maps for Metroid and Kid Icarus and all that sort of thing. Oh, okay, nice. Um, they've got some new content, like some sort of basic history and when like certain games came out. Like they have like a, a section with like the launch games, and then there's like a middle section with like the games that sort of came out in the middle of the NES's life, and then there's like later ones I think as well. You've got like. Um, 
you got the letter from Star Tropics printed on the, one of the pages, so you can see what it looks like and stuff. Can you dip it in water? Um, they tell you, yeah, they've they've made it so you can tell where the the um the water text was. So, oh, which is so kind of cool. I can't relive the dipping experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you have you guys messed around with the uh, instruction manuals at all for this? I no. did before I got my NES Mini because someone posted it on Twitter and I checked out a couple. Oh, nice. They're actually really good. Um, I saved... You can just save the PDFs directly to your phone yep. thing. So uh, I, I saved Kirby and Zelda and just have a look at them. And um, the reproduction of the manuals looks really good. Is it just it, a PDF it really does. of the actual original manuals? Yeah, yep. they are, yeah. Uh, the, I wonder what I think version the funniest, they use, because there are different versions of some of those manuals. Which I the think crazy might person be, like me, uh, <laughs> look at like, the version numbers on manuals. Mm, I think they might have like slightly, um, they've slightly cleaned them up, I guess, and maybe like tweaked a tiny amount of the text on it or something. But um, I don't know. The best manuals, Mega Man Two, um, at least from my perspective, because it looks like some poor sap was drawing little icons on every page uh, in a pen, and and then there's an entire walkthrough of Airman Stage that's called How to Beat Airman Stage. It's so funny. No other stage, just Airman. Is that the one you're supposed to start with? No, no. you're supposed to start with Metal Man, <laughs> and then you're supposed to beat every other stage in whatever order you want because uh, you have Metal Blade. Hmm. It's the most broken Mega Man weapon ever. Yeah, but that was real funny to me. Oh, well, thank God somebody put this in the book. <laughs> now, Airman stage is kind of difficult, I think, because you have like those head platforms, and right on the edge of the platform where you have to jump from, like screws or drills come up. Yeah. It's very easy for that to knock you into the into the pits. But Heat Man stage has the disappearing blocks. But you can bypass all of that if you get I think it's item number two where you ride on yeah. the jet. Yeah, you can. You'll run out of power before you get to the end of it, but you can't. No, no, you can do it. If you if you save it for like if, if you keep, don't use it in the beginning, but use it on the huge one, I think you can yeah. make it. Okay. Which is the easiest thing to do if you're never played Mega Man 2 before. The uh, the art in the Mario 3 book is phenomenal. I forgot oh, how good yeah. that art is. Yeah, that is very good. I, I think my manual like wore out because I kept looking at it so many times. Like The staples came out of it. <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to look at the Pokemon uh, Blue manual a lot. I used to like, oh, I just feel like... Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And it was thick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fairly thick because it, it had like, um, like squares where all the for the Pokedex entries, and like, right. some of them were filled in, but like most of them weren't, so you could yes. sort of see the Pokedex. I, think, I guess the idea was maybe like you could draw it in or tick it off or whatever. But... Maybe they knew they'd be selling stickers. Man, I miss <laughs> yeah. I miss manuals, man. Me too. Mm. Like when they Super Nintendo manuals were great ago. too. I mean, over the years, manuals got worse because they started including like three languages, so then the actual manual part the quality starts oh, yeah. down. Sometimes it'd be like, I have a question about this game and like open the manual and it's like three pages of English mm. and it's like, here are the controls. Good luck. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. like, well, and I know, I know that some uh, like Wii games had manuals that were 
almost too thick to be held in the manual. Like I think Super Mario Galaxy has a, a ginormous manual because it has so many languages. Yeah, and another thing is, I don't know when Nintendo started doing this, but I think uh, in the front of the manual, it started to say something like, if you have more questions about this game, try searching on the internet by <laughs> typing the game name and then FAQ. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, what mm-hmm. a cop-out. Like, what is this? <laughs> like, don't even give me this. I missed the manuals and I got cool artwork that I couldn't see anywhere else from the making of the game and right. awesome instructions and all this stuff. And now it's just like, eh, go on the internet. <laughs> you know, it's just like, here's a disc and a, um, like a health and safety pamphlet or right. whatever it is. Yeah, don't like <laughs> How to access the electronic seizures. manual. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll wrap up <laughs> the episode. Thanks, guys, for coming on and talking about the NES. What? Wait, hold on. What? But, if, if you guys could pick one NES game to remove from the NES Mini Classic, <laughs> whatever it's called, I think and replace it the same with... Here. And replace it with a game of your choosing. So each of you gets a different game. What would it be? What would you take out and what would you put in? I'd probably, yeah, take out Simon's Quest and put in Super Dodgeball. Simon's <laughs> Quest. I mean, I, I'd have to look at the list of games, but Simon's Quest is probably one I'd take out. I might take out Tech Mobile because I was never a football fan. Uh, but what I put in, probably some of the games I listed before. Mm. Uh, any of the Mega Man's probably, or uh, Little Nemo, if we, mm. even though that's an impossibility, but it would be nice to have that on there. Or even though another impossibility, Duck Hunt. Yeah. Like all those light oh, that'd be games. interesting. Yeah. But things that just can't be done. <laughs> There's things on the NES that can't be done on TVs today. Just think about that. Like, True. Uh, <laughs> How well, they, they put Duck Hunt on the Wii U Virtual Console and made it impossible to lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never tried that, but I'm just like, what's the point? I bought it. <laughs> I bought that version. I did too. Yeah. You can turn the cursor <laughs> off, you know. I know you Good can, but, 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 even <laughs> when, but when you shoot it, it, the cursor shows up for half a second, so you at least know where it is relative yeah. to where you're yeah. pointing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually played that for 15 minutes straight without losing, and I thought, well, it never yeah. ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of like when um, you uh, would stand right up against the TV. and Right. <laughs> it's like, man, I just set the world record for Duck Hunt. <laughs> I know, the instructor manual says, sit, sit 20 to 30 feet away from your screen. No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Oh, yeah, before we finish, too, did you guys... I, I got them, but since I don't have it, I haven't tried it. Did you guys buy any uh, extension cables for your controllers? Not yet, no. No. Uh, the way I solved this problem is I put the NES Classic right underneath my computer monitor, and I play it at the computer. Mm. Um, the game I'd take out would be Simon's Quest, and I'd put in Ninja Turtles 2, mm-hmm. the arcade game. There's just so many good NES games still. Yeah. That we could see on the next NES Classic system, which I hope does happen because that'd be fun. They could just yeah. they could just uh, make the next one uh, slightly bigger and call it the NES Macro. Or maybe maybe <laughs> they've got could sixty release... games this time. <laughs> I mean, oh uh, yeah. There's so many like Famicom 
like different Famicoms in Japan. I mean, they could do it a bunch of different ways. Like they could make it the disc system add-on, or they can yeah. make it the twin Famicom to repackage it or something like that. So, what's the twin Famicom? I think it was a Famicom that also had the disc system built into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Huh. I'll find a picture for you because it is it's a big red machine. The the okay. NES version of the Sony Q. In the Panasonic Q. Oh, Panasonic! It? Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> like the Sony. All right, yeah, just so you can see a picture of it. But yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> look at that so thing. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm ready for another one. I don't even have mine yet, and I'm ready for the next one with board games. So, so <laughs> I, think, I think Nintendo's tapped into something fun here. And I, I would actually yeah, like... Oh, me too. Yeah, I'd like the Super Nintendo one. Um, yeah, that'd be fun too. Yeah. Do them all. One a year. I don't think they could do... Six... The I don't think they could do N64. <laughs> I doubt there's going to be... I doubt it too. One. Yeah, I mean, those control control sticks would break right off. Well, they, they, no, they wouldn't have they to They could modernize the stick. No, <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know if I just don't know if there are thirty worthwhile N sixty four games to put on that system. Mm, I think you could. Uh, it might be difficult with like just Nintendo. Yeah, without um, Rare, it might be difficult. But they've, they've yeah, got third parties on board for uh, the NES one, so maybe there's still some third party games out there that are half decent that would be okay. But yeah, Dark Rift. Let's get Dark mm. Rift on there. I just think, you know, like, uh, they would have to have four controller ports on the thing, too. Oh, that's true. Oh, shit. Would the controller still only be $10? (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, if they have Mario Kart 64 in there, they can, they can, uh, sell you a mini controller pack to save your ghost data. Yes! (laughs) Oh my god, yes! Ghost data. And they can sell a mini rumble pack. (laughs) No, this, oh, this is already getting needs, out of hand. You've just convinced needs me that's one, not going to happen. It only needs one AAA <laughs> battery now. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that idea. All right, well, I think we'll end the episode there. Um, so, yeah, thanks again, guys, for coming on. Hey, I love being here. I love the NES, so anytime you want to talk NES, love you dough, because it's my favorite <laughs> Nintendo system. Of course. Is it? Really? Oh, yeah. I love the end. Super Mario Brothers is probably my favorite game. It got me into, like, Nintendo, and I think there's so much historical significance to that game, and it holds up so well today. Yeah, nice. that's true. And even the bad NES games. Why? Well, I know we're trying to end this, but even the bad NES games have merit <laughs> because they're so hilarious, hilarious that you can still play them and have a good time by laughing at them. So and <laughs> I feel like later bad games are just like, no, this is just bad. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's that's my take on the NES anyway. Uh, so let, let's end the cool. thing. I'm sorry. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> if you'd like to send in some listener mail, please do to uh, connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. And I guess we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Later.